Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Abby Murphy, as you heard in the intro. I'm still trying to figure out the intro, like the beginning and end. Like, I'm not really sure where I'm going with it quite yet, but we're working, we're tweaking, we're doing things. Um, I'm on a new rebranding of the podcast, I'm putting a lot of reels out, doing a lot of things, but I'm going to be doing a photo shoot soon for the Instagram, just trying to, you know, get stuff out there. And honestly, not because I feel like I have to, but I just genuinely want to. I like the look of things being all concise and put together and I'm getting really excited. We're almost at 400 followers on the Instagram, so it's super cool. Um, but today we're going to be talking about temptation, and I'm super excited to talk about this because it's something that's pretty fresh on my mind these days. Um, we're going to be talking all about temptations of the flesh and and things on this earth that are just super tempting that don't really align with the benefit of the kingdom. Um, and whether you're a Christian or, lo- or not, I encourage you to listen to this because we all struggle with temptation and we all have morals at the end of the day and we all have things we want to follow and, and um, you know, give ourselves. If we've set the standard for ourselves, we want to uphold that so that we're able to grow trust with ourselves. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today. I encourage you to stick around. But first, I'm going to give a little life update. There's not really much new. I remember this when I was in Bowling Green last year. There's just not much to update you on in Bowling Green because it's just kind of same old, same old every day, which is what I really love and need right now. I'm loving living the same day every day because it's different every day, but like it's the same routine every day, but different like activities and different people. And I'm meeting so many new friends, a bunch of my coworkers at work. We're like all really bonding and going and doing things together all the time, which is like awesome. Like I feel like I'm forming forever friend groups and people are just so sweet and so kind. And it makes me so happy just to know that you know, I did come back to Bowling Green for a reason. And it's because the Lord is providing me with friends, which is what I need right now. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful for it. So work has been amazing. Lifeguarding is awesome. I'm getting really tan, making friends with the families um, at the pool. And then I'm volunteering a lot more now with my friends and the lifeguards will go with me and it's just fun. It's a good time. Audrey comes soon. The countdown is on. She comes uh, July 22nd. We're going to go see the Barbie movie. We're going to stream Somewhere I Turned Pretty. I'm going to take her to all the farms in Kentucky. I'm going to take her to the pool. I'm going to take her to a flower field. I'm going to take her to all the yummy restaurants. It's going to be a Bowling Green extravaganza. I'm so excited. So get ready for all of the content with Audrey. We're going to thrive and have a wonderful time together. Um, That's pretty much all I've got. My fitness is going pretty good. I don't know. I'm focusing a lot more on training, which is nice. Um, Training physically. And then I'm also training my voice because I'm a singer. Um, And I'm loving doing that. I miss performing so much. Just going from performing like nine, ten times a week to not doing it at all is a really hard thing. Especially when it's your passion in life and you love it. Um, I'm also struggling with the thought of going back to school. I'm going to be quite honest. I don't really want to go back to school, not because I don't like my professors or don't like my friends or anything. It's definitely not that. It's just the fact that I've gone away from the school 
routine for so long and I've thrived just living that like work lifestyle and focusing on work and being on my own and I also have had set myself up to not come back this semester so I think both of those mixed together is just kind of like I just don't want to go back I just want to get an agent and go do it and just go try to get work but I know that you know I need to go back to school that's what I need to do Um, I've just been praying a lot about it and the Lord's going to provide but I wanted to be open and honest about that in hopes that maybe someone might need that um, where you're at or where you're going to or something that's you know headed in the future that you're going to be doing you might not be excited about it but um, it's to endure and you're going to go back for a reason and take my Bowling Green example. I mean, I moved from Texas to Bowling Green like a couple weeks ago and I was not excited about it, kind of hated it for the first week. And now I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Eh, still want to be back at Texas, but I'm loving Bowling Green. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my life. Today we're going to be talking all about temptation and I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is something that is a little fresh for me. I just had a season of like really, really tough temptation and I'm I'm, I'm coming out of it now, but it definitely still kind of lingers every once in a while. And, you know, I definitely think there are phases in our life that we go through for reasons. And I definitely understand now why um, I've gone through, you know, this kind of hard patch of just being tempted by Things I've never really been tempted before, Um, but we're going to talk all about, you know, holding to our morals, navigating how it is to even go through temptations as a Christian. Um, You know, is there blanket statements for like what's right and what's wrong, or is it more person to person, Uh, you know, where to turn to, who to turn to, looking at temptation not as a downfall, but as an obstacle to overcome. Um, And then I'm also going to just give some personal temptations that I've been struggling with um, and in hopes that, you know, my stories can help bring you closer to uh, fighting off the devil with his temptations because gosh dang, I've had enough of it, quite frankly. So yeah, but first we're going to open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the listener. I pray that if they're dealing with temptation, that you um, help them navigate that feeling. Um, I pray that this podcast blesses someone who needs it and gives someone guidance who needs it and may not have someone to turn to. I pray that you lay someone on um, their hearts who they can confess these things to. Um, I pray that they trust you. They allow these feelings to not scare them and make them feel less than but look at these feelings as human and and as a challenge and a hurdle to overcome uh to get closer to you lord i thank you for the state and for everything you've given to us amen I'm going to take a quick pause in the podcast to talk about something really, really exciting. This is my first partnership with the podcast that I'm doing. I'm super excited about it and I kind of feel really cool. Like, wow, I'm stepping up in the podcast world. I got my first little partnership, putting out my code out there. Like, whoa, things are big. Things are crazy. But this is so worth it. And I'm so excited to be able to share this with you guys. If you are a Bible reader, a church goer, a note taker, someone who likes to organize your thoughts, put things into a journal, have things to remember, then you need to check out Steadfast and Sustained Journals. This is the ultimate Bible journal to help navigate where you want to put your ideas, what you want to keep 
organized, um, whether you're listening to a sermon, doing a Bible study, or even reading the Bible just on your own. These are journals with an impact. If you're looking to find a deeper peace and trust with God, steadfast and sustained journals provide space to reflect on scripture, remember God's promises, and connect with him in a tangible way. There are church note journals, and there are also Bible and devotional journals that you can choose from. If you head on over to the Instagram, you will be able to see all the different options of all the different organization pages and things to choose from. Each page helps you draw more out of what you're reading in the Bible and apply it to your life. The sections provide a format to complete any Bible study with room for Bible verses, takeaways, reflection, questions, notes, and a prayer. The girl that started this company, her name is Kaylee Elise. She is a joy. I've been talking with her through DMs, through emails, and she's just been so awesome to be able to connect with and to work with. She sent me a journal so I know what it's like, and it is so cool. It's very durable. It's put together nicely. It's bound nicely. It's a beautiful book. It's very, very smooth, and if you want to get 10% off, can't talk even in a even in a promotion thingy, I'm still gonna be able to trip up my words. I'll find a way, and I just did it, but back to the discount. If you want to get 10% off of your Bible journal from Steadfast and Sustained, all you have to do is enter code ABBY10 at checkout. That is code ABBY10 at steadfastandsustained.com. Go check them out on Instagram, Steadfast and Sustained. That's a tongue twister. Try to say that 10 times fast. And you can also scroll down in their feed and see all the different options that you have to choose from, from which pages you want to do. Remember, that is code ABBY10 for 10% off of your purchase. It'll help me out. It'll help you out. It's a win-win for everybody. All right, back to the podcast. Temptation is a problem, and I am a victim of that problem. Um, It's come to me, like, very recently, just in, like, this these past couple of two weeks, and I'm just going to be very open with you guys and the thoughts that are in my head. So recently what's been in my head is I've been so good all of my life. I've never, you know, and this is very general or general, like it, uh, what's the word? Exam? No, um, exaggerated. Ah, there we go, Abby. Good job, girl. Um, these have been very like exaggerated statements, but they still hold truth to them. And so this is like basically, this is basically what's been going on in my head is I sit and I think I've been so good my entire life, followed the rules, followed my morals from the beginning to the end. I've held true to what the Bible says, held true to what, you know, God tells me through my gut, um, listen to him. And there's just another side of me that's like, why can't I just act up? I want to know what it feels like. I want to know what it's like to do what's wrong. I want to know what it's like to not be a good kid. And that's a really hard feeling to feel because I know I'm not going to do anything about it, but I still have those feelings. And the more I have those feelings, the more I want to lean into that and actually do it, actually do whatever thing I don't believe I should be doing. Um, And this is like really open and honest with you guys. Like, this is kind of really deep into these feelings, but I think it's important to share because so often we talk about what we have been through after it's over, but this is something that I kind of am coming out of, but it's still kind of fresh. 
because I don't think it was it would be healthy for me to talk about it while I'm in like the pits of temptation because I don't really have that like wisdom to share what I'm learning as I'm coming out of it but I definitely am past that phase and if I'm being honest I think what I realized is that it has a lot to do with breakup emotions um I'm gonna open up about my breakup just a little bit but respectfully because you know a breakup is between two people um but I don't think there would be any harm in in sharing this and I think it, it would benefit whoever um but I think it's really easy to go through a breakup and think you're over it because you're over that person but what I've realized is just because I've moved on from the person doesn't mean I have gone through all of the feelings within myself and so I kind of hit this point in my life where I was like I can do whatever I want and I've never done anything I've ever wanted to before I want to go out and do this and live freely and blah 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 blah. and it's great to live freely and it's great to go out and do these things and live life to the fullest but if it's sacrificing your morals or if you're feeling convicted about it that's something to check within yourself because what was happening was I was like quote-unquote following my morals but I would feel convicted about these things after I would do them or would just feel like "Mm, that's not me like I wouldn't be doing that unless I was like going through this phase like or telling myself like oh I'll just oh sorry I'm yelling I guess I'm just boring myself with this podcast but I would tell myself like oh if I just get this out of my system one time then like I won't have the temptation to do it again and again these aren't this is a fine line because these aren't temptations that go against what the bible like explicitly says and they aren't they aren't moral like I'm not breaking any of my morals but they're just temptations of the flesh of like oh I want to go do this or go do that even though I've like never done those things before and I get stuck in a situation where it's like well it's not bad like I don't feel bad about it but it's just something I've kind of you know as Christians we're held to a higher standard and it's hard because you want to you know, do what everyone in your circle and in your world is doing, but we're just not called to that. And it's hard because when you try to do something once to like get it out of your system, it's never going to be enough. Like you're going to do it once and then you'll probably be fine for a couple of weeks and then you'll go back and want to do it again. And then it'll get into a vicious cycle of going deeper and deeper and deeper. I like to compare it to alcohol. It's like you can have one drink, to take the load off of a hard day but then when you have a hard day and one drink doesn't do it for you anymore then you go to two drinks and once two drinks don't do it for you anymore you go to three and then before you know it you're down in like eight nine drinks every night I mean it's a very condensed story of a very long tale but that's basically how it goes and so I'm sitting here opening up in hopes that this will help someone. If you're feeling tempted, don't let the devil get into your head. Don't let him have that power over you. The thing about the devil is that the Lord knows our heart, right? Like the Lord knows everything about us outside, inside, all around. He created us. The devil only knows the outside. The devil only knows, the devil can only remain outside of us. He can't get into our heart. And oh my goodness, 
Why are you yawning so much? Got the yawn, yawn monster. I don't even know if that's a thing. I mean, it is 7.30 in the morning, so like, whatever. Um, but the thing about the devil is that he will find your weaknesses and your places that you feel in control. And he'll grab onto those and put things outside of your face that look appealing because he can't get into your heart and make you feel that way. So he'll present you with things in this world that you can actually see. And it's tempting because we can't blatantly see God. We can see God in in things, in people, in a sunset, and flowers. And, you know, I've talked about this, but it's a lot easier to see something that you quote unquote want in the moment rather than see the big picture of the kingdom. So we have to remind ourselves of what is truly important. I was on a run yesterday and I w- it was a long run and my phone died. So I had a lot of time to think because I was on a long run listening to nothing. <laughs> if you know the pain, you know the pain. But anyways, I was on a run and I was just talking to God and I was just thinking about, you know, everything that I've kind of been going through, not like hard, but just temptations, like life is just throwing some temptations at me, like I'm single and can do whatever I want. And it's hard to have feelings and not just want to like, ah. um, but you know, when you're at a moment of vulnerability in your life, especially when you don't realize you're at a moment of vulnerability in your life, that's when you think you're like in your right mind to make like the right decisions. Like I didn't know I was still kind of like healing myself really um, until it just kind of like hit me. But anyways, I was on my run. I was talking to God and I don't know why, but I just feel like something, something is, I get these God guts and like he just speaks to me through my gut and he was just telling me like, you going back to school in the fall is not going to be what you think it is. Like there's going to be something to do with school and in the fall and like it's not going to be what I'm expecting it to be. Don't know what that means, but I was having that. So I just basically told him like, God, you can trust me with whatever you want to do. Like I'm feeling really career oriented these days and feeling really driven and the most creative I felt and the most inspired I felt. And I've just been telling him, like, God, if you have an opportunity for me, like, just give it to me. Like, I'll respond to the call. Like, I will respond to you. I will follow you. Like, I will dedicate it to you. And that was basically what I was telling him on my run. And and he kind of tugged on my heartstrings a little bit. And he was like, if I can't trust you later with the bigger, or if I can't trust you now with the small things, why would I trust you later with the big things? And I was like, oof. Because it's so easy for us to sit here and be like, yeah, like, you can trust me with what I want to be trusted with. But if you can't show that you can be trusted with what he gives you, the little tests that he gives you first, why would he ever trust you with anything bigger than that? If you're not responding to the small things, why would he give you something bigger? You know what I mean? Because there's going to be another excuse. There's going to be another thing. I want to pull out some verses that I have um, that kind of have spoken to me that I I think are really good. The first one is Matthew 26, verse 41. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. We can sit here and be like, well, okay, we're going to have temptation. We're human. Yes, that is true. We're always going to be tempted. It's We're human. That's how we're made. But 
how we don't fall into temptation is through prayer. And I want to share a story. So there was a time recently in my life where I had fallen into temptation and just done something, not that I wasn't proud of. Again, it doesn't break any of my morals, but for me personally and the standard that me and God have set for myself, it wasn't something that I would, you know, go out and promote for myself to do again, I guess. Um, But it was so crazy because I looked through one of my old prayer journals after the fact and it reminded, like I just looked through and read it and after that I felt completely shifted and it reminded me of like why the Lord is so good and that was a shifting point and that was kind of the thing that switched it for me was what's the point of doing anything if it's not for the benefit of the kingdom I'm looking back at all of these old prayers that the Lord has so graciously answered in one way or another whether it made me happy sad whatever but this was like a prayer journal from like two years ago and looking back on like what I stressed over and what I thought about and then seeing how far I've come now and how far he's led me here it's like he has my best interest at heart so why am I not going to follow him and that was because of prayer it was the prayer journal prayer is powerful and prayer can get you out of that temptation cycle first Corinthians for book can't even say it. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Pretty simple right there. No, t- like, you know, we're all human. We're all tempted. Uh, it continues. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you're tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. God is a good God. He's not going to give you something that's going to crush you. He's going to give you something that's going to better you. But in order to better you, he may have to break you. And that is something that I've learned over going through hard times in my life. You know, we sit here and we're like, why does God give good, hard things to good people? Because he's making you better. He, he has created this kingdom that's perfect and he created the earth that's perfect, but humans are sinful and made the earth sinful. So yeah, this earth is going to lead us in hard places, but God is going to allow those hard times to better us and produce perseverance. He's a faithful God. He's going to allow these things, but he's He's not going to you know, have us deal with temptation and then just leave and say, all right, well, you deal with it on your own. That's not the goodness of God. God wants a relationship with us. And if a way to get a relationship with us is to allow a hard time so that we turn to him, he's going to do that because he'll do whatever it takes. That's why we say he's a jealous God. He's jealous for our attention. The creator of the universe literally is jealous for my attention. Remind yourself of that, especially when you're tempted and it seems so much easier to satisfy your temporary craving for contentment in the moment with things that may not be beneficial to you, remember that the Lord is literally craving time with you. And he created the entire universe. Um, Jeremiah 17.10 I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. So another thing with temptation is like we can sit here and be like, well, the Lord's going to forgive me no matter what. So even if I sin and fall into temptation, like he's going to forgive me and then I can just move on. And 
yes, there is truth to that. However, if you're genuinely seeking forgiveness, you're not going to want to do it again. If you're genuinely asking for forgiveness from the Lord for an action, you didn't want to do it in the first place, deep down. Yes, you wanted to do it in the moment, but there's a difference between falling into temptation and genuinely asking for forgiveness and saying you're sorry. Because when you say you're sorry, it means you're going to try not to do it again. And just trying to ask for forgiveness to like check off a, a box. And the thing, and, and, and that's why it's important because this verse is basically saying what you do on this earth is what provides for your treasures in heaven. The Lord is going to examine our heart and then give a reward to each person depending on what they've done on this earth. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says we can store up treasures in heaven by what we do on this earth. Like it's a blanket statement. If you accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, you will go to heaven and spend eternity with him. But where you are at in heaven and what you're doing in heaven all comes down to what you've done on this earth. And so that's why it's important to obey on this earth, tell people about Jesus, do good things, be a good person, follow the Bible. Because as a Christian, I feel like if you're really placing your identity and your your walk here on this earth for the Lord and dedicating it for the Lord, you're going to want to follow these things. You're going to want to do these things. And that's why temptation is such a struggle. But yes, we're going to fall into temptation. Yes, we're going to mess up. But it's a genuine asking for forgiveness rather than I'm going to do this so I can do it again. Temptation in the dictionary is defined as a desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. Um, The tempting of Jesus by the devil is what the dictionary gives an example of. Um, Jesus was in the desert for 40 days and the devil tempted him and was like, if your God's so good, have him save you from falling off cliff. If your God's so good, turn this rock into stone, turn this stone into bread. Um, you know, it's just tempting him like prove this, do this. And I think temptation when it comes down to it is a way of proving something, whether you're proving something to yourself, proving something to others, um, lists of temptations can go on and on and on obviously there's like the blanket ones like drugs alcohol sex sexual things um which is also a fine line to talk about because it's so easy I think for us as Christians to be like well it's not sex because you know in the bible it says to wait for marriage but it's so easy for us to be like well it's not sex so I'm following the rules this is this is a touchy subject because I'm also someone who believes convictions are different for different people and there's no blanket statement besides the blanket statements in the bible that are 100% correct I believe it it's very much so depending person to person um but you know that's for you and your person to discuss but I I will give a brief example and this can go for anything not just a sexual references can go for literally anything that you're struggling with again like more temptations temptation to hate your body temptation to over exercise anything to overindulge temptation to be on your phone temptation to like obsessively temptation to do anything that is not in moderation or temptation to put anything above the lord is falling into temptation 
literally it's idolization it's just wrong and i'm saying this as someone who constantly is falling into temptation um but the example i have for temptation is if you have a frog and you're gonna cook this frog to eat or whatever serve i don't know i don't i don't casually just eat frogs but if you're going to eat this frog you got to cook it right and so you're going to put it in hot water boil it and cook it if you get the frog and you just throw it into boiling water the frog's going to jump out right so this in the real world would be like i'm not going to have sex i'm not going to drink alcohol i'm not going to do drugs i'm not going to rob a bank i'm not going to kill someone i'm not going to you know whatever like i'm not going to do that that would be the boiling water like there're these really big things where it's like no i'm not going to do that how you properly cook a frog is you get the water, you put the frog in the water. The water's at room temperature, so it feels safe. The frog adjusts to surroundings. And then little by little, you turn up the heat. Slower notches, slower notches, that just add a little bit more heat, a little bit more heat, so that the frog gradually just adapts with the water until, before you know it, the frog is dead because the water's boiling. This is an example of, oh, well, we can just go a little further here in our makeout session or we can just try a different kind of drug that is, I don't really know much about drugs, or I can just have one more drink tonight or I can just go steal one more thing from the store or, you know, until before you know it, you're doing these things you said you would never do. And the devil knows how to get in there because he's going to offer it to you in a way that seems comforting, safe, and sometimes even disguised as the Lord, right? Like he'll, he's an impersonator. He'll try to make it seem like it's God's will. That's why prayer being so connected to the father, um, reading the word, getting this information is so important because the devil works hard, but by golly, my God works harder. And God, it's the thing for, the thing about God is that it doesn't, it doesn't even work for him. It's just him. He's Lord of Lords. He's almighty King. He's so powerful. If he knows what's best for me, I have to trust that no matter how hard it is to turn away from temptation because he is the Lord almighty. On that note, Whatever you've been struggling with, if you're struggling with temptation, I encourage you to confess it to a friend. There's power in confession. We're told to confess our temptations, our downfalls to people. Um, Do it to someone you trust, a family member, someone you look up to, someone who you want to be like, someone who you take their words very seriously and what they tell you. Um, But I would confess because... That is one thing that helps me so much whenever I feel tempted is getting it out and seeing not only how it hears to myself, but telling someone else to hold me accountable or even just telling someone else to get it out so that the temptation doesn't just build up. You know, if you if we just keep it inside, we're just going to spin our thoughts around and around and around until we don't know what's going on. Confess to someone, confess to the father, ask him for guidance You've got this because I love you and Jesus loves you and that's life. 
Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.